Three, two, one. Count us in, buddy. Count us in. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Dungeon Breakers, a daily podcast and a stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg, Birdie, Mark, and Joe, my wonderful players. How is everybody doing today? It's <laughs> been stressed. a much. It's been a time. It's been a time. Now, here's a fun thing. I don't really have a last time on because, for those of you who aren't particularly aware of it, I mean, we're doing this. Is okay. I'm just going to like start last, out. There's a last time on. It kind of is. This is a one shot within the universe that the normal thing is in, but this is after Ray has gone through. I'll do a little. So, yeah, that last. Let's see. The last time we saw Ray, Bartlett had spoken to uh, telepathically a gigantic black smoky dragon who happened to come through the fabric of the universe and say, hello, I wasn't a fan of that. He then gave an opportunity to Ray to go with him into you know, back to her own world, uh, a one time offer that she definitely took up on. And this is where we're starting from here. So this is in parallel to the last two episodes. And I have a big opening thing to talk out. So if you're all ready to listen, I suggest you should. Uh, I, I am ready to do my to do my thing. Yes, already. Okay. <gasps> the world of Favel may be beautiful in almost every manner, with colorful flora and wonder wondrous fauna, but that doesn't mean it comes without dangers. For most, these dangers are to be ignored, walked by, and left be. But sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes a town gets in danger, or someone gets a little too power hungry, and that's where the wanderers come in. The Wanderers are a group of three adventurers using their powers for good and justice, in the most part. There's Corin Draywind, the accidental adventurer. He's an old wizard who accidentally saved a group of people a year ago, and has been accidentally saving people ever since. There's Eva Ristwith, the ex-circus ex total show wrestler and bodyguard known for taking down a Jabberwock and for her kind, motherly nature. Finally, there's Castiel, or Cassie, to their friends. The drunken monk traveling the world and saving lives, known for her special drunken style of fighting. It was a cool autumn evening, and the wanderers were sitting in the halted horse when they overheard a conversation about a town that had been devastated by strange flying black beasts. The town in question was Fornley, a small town of around 350 residents deep in the midst of a, th a thick forest, looked after and ruled by Lady Said, a powerful archfey. The town, however, according to this report, no longer contained any residents, and in fact was a ruined husk of broken houses laden with the dead. As all great adventurers do, they set off that night to investigate this rumor and possibly solve the mystery. Two days later, the wanderers arrived in what was left of Fornley. It seemed the rumors were true. Everyone was dead, including the powerful Lady Said, who had been left torn apart, surrounded by her guardians. The most interesting part, however was there were no black beasts to be seen. The investigations were cut short by the diminishing light of the green sun setting behind the forest, so they decided to rest for the night and dive further into the mystery in the morning. But they did not have to wait long. As the green sun rose once again early the next morning, glistening in the dewdrops on the trees, they saw something inexplicable. A black and purple smoky rift tore through the sky, and from it appeared a gigantic black monster with black smoke pouring behind its wings flying to the ground. Atop this monster was a rider, small in stature, but evidently flowing with power. The wanderers quickly gathered their things and sprinted through the forest to find the landing zone. 
They saw the rider land in the trees, crushing branches and, tr and trunks like sticks, before dismounting and sending its beast back to the sky to disappear once more. They stayed hidden, not wanting to engage with this powerful creature just yet, and watched it watched as it surveyed the dead bodies in the streets. Evidently, this mysterious rider had come back to admire the destruction they had caused earlier that week. The rider traveled over to the dead body of Lady Saeed and seemed to find what they had come back for. A necklace around the lady's neck, a small spherical pendant black like the night. The rider reached down and took it from her neck. And as she did, the wanderers decided to make themselves known and stepped out from the shadows. What the bloody hell is going on here? <laughs> what? This is not too much trouble. <laughs> I mean, if you're busy, we can come back. Um, but all I'm saying is there inherent order in nature, or is it all just chaos and chance? It's chaos and chance. I think we should go and check somewhere else in case in case there's something else which which may have a bearing on this case. We'll talk to you later, if that's all right. But what the hell? Come on, there's clearly work to be done here. Now, you over there, I think you've got some explaining to do. I was going to let you finish your conversation that you seem to be approaching me with. Look, that what? conversation's nowhere near done. We can take a break from it. I can wait. There's nowhere to be. Well, who, who are you? <laughs> Name's Sihiraith. I'm from this town. Right. I thought they were, I thought you were, I, I thought, I mean, forgive me, I thought everybody in this town was dead. Yeah, well, it seems, it seems that Sihiraeth has seen fit to murder everyone here. I think that, uh, or, or perhaps, perhaps there is, are you a zombie at all? Are you, are you feeling ill in I've, any way at all? I've been away for a little bit. They're obviously um, not a zombie, they're not falling apart, duh. <laughs> they can't see from this distance. Uh, let me put my glass, uh, Yes, <laughs> can't help uh, wondering about your your friend. Hmm, what friend? Your, your friend, the, the large, dark-coloured friend with the, oh, the teeth and the the dragon. They're not my friend. They were just the only way back here. The what? I'm assuming we've never heard of a dragon. No, you, you, so dragons are not a, a, a fable thing. Yeah. Um, it's from another world, how, or how do not you really spell that? What's your full name for them? What a dragon? Dragoon. Anyway, it wasn't a friend of mine. It was um rather insistent that I came back here. Um, I was not expecting to see that. Is he coming back at all? Is he coming back at all in in the near future at all? Not unless somebody else comes from another world and pisses him off. I don't know. So you expect us to believe that you're from here, right? And you've been brought here by this big winged beast who wanted you to come back here and you've just walked in and everybody's dead. Yeah. And then you thought you'd perhaps start taking things off the bodies. Um, well, that was my patron for a while. I knew everybody in this town, so. Um, and I felt drawn to this. I don't know why. Um, you are spiritually maybe. connected to it. I don't sure. Know. Did, did you say something about another world? Because maybe you're not from around here after all, but it's a bit unusual for us. No, I... 
And a satyr, I'm from here. Look, look at all the denizens of this place. Most of them are satyrs. Well, so, so am I, but <laughs> that's just, that isn't proving anything. I don't come from here. Fair enough, but I was on another world. This asshole sent me there. Pointing to the Lady Said. You're pointing to Lady Said who is landing at the ground. And when I said In she was half tall, her, I, yeah. I'm not kidding. She has, so her left arm, torso, halfway across, and like belly and legs are lying next to you. And then like a few feet over to the right is the other part of the body, which is, you know, the other part of the torso and arm and head sort of lying differently. And they've evidently been literally <laughs> torn apart. It's brutal. Is, is, is that why you uh, did, did this to her then? Because she sent you away? I didn't do this to her. This happened while I was away at the other world. Hmm. Hmm. So, so why have you come back then? Because this has only happened all that recently, so we've heard. I'm looking for somebody. I mean, I thought well, that well, Lady Said here, here would have answers. There. Right. But she disappeared you might far before this to happened. get them from her now. Hmm? You might struggle to get them from her now. Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, somewhere else where I need to look. Which, I'm going to make my way there. If you want to follow me, you can, but... Uh, but before you... That, that, that necklace you, you, you have in your, your hand... Mm -hmm. what, what, what is it exactly? Should, should we be worried at all? I have no idea. I was going to check it when I got to um, my home. Can I, can I do an arcana on it if I can? So, I'll describe what it looks like first. Uh, it looks like a small spherical potion flask. You know the types of flasks that are mostly a sphere with a little spout sticking out the top. Uh, and it's filled with this almost black swirling liquid, which, you know, light just cannot get through. It, it, you're not seeing any kind of uh, ambient light through it. Um, immediately, none of you recognize the object. Um, you can do your icon in a second, but uh, it... it, it you're not sure if it is a liquid, you're not sure if you drink it, you're not sure this, you're not sure that. You, you roll your arcana, uh, or investigation, or, or uh, if you want, but arcana, you, you may want to do more. I need arcana because I have advantage on arcana. Can I, can I just double check that we, we would recognize the body it's come off of as an important person in the UTF? So Lady Said is like the, the ruler of a huge, like huge area. You, it's yeah. like knowing who the king is, sort of. You'd be like, yeah, I know that face. Her face was um, literally posted all over the town as well. Exactly. It's posted now, but it's thrown all over the town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I get, yes, I've got an advantage on this. Twice. She's just as well. Let me crawl. That's a lot better. So that is 28. 28. So at the 28, you can recognize. Um, it's it's definitely. It's the doorbell. It's you making it. A, 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 I don't, I know, I'm sorry. He's not here. <laughs> he just walked away. I just walked away. Corin gets confused and wanders away yeah, for a I, second. I was going to say, while he's while he's gone, I'm just going to quickly write down everyone's new names. <laughs> yeah, can you guys describe yourselves for me as well? Because I have no idea who I'm interacting with, aside that yeah. Corin is a savior. Does make sense. Okay, so we'll start with Cassie. Why don't you describe what you look like whilst we're whilst we're waiting around here? I was going to get well, to a bit I, more extensive. Um, is it a heron gone? Heron gone. Rabbit folk. Is, I'm is a bunny. Um, I've got long purple hair tied up in a, like a high ponytail. Um, I've got loads of piercings down my ears, mainly at the top, and just some really big like gemmy type ones here. 
Um, I'm in a like, huh? At the bottom for the podcast here, doesn't? Oh yeah, sorry, bottom. For <laughs> it's the fine. Podcast. <laughs> um, I'm in a long, flowy, um, mint green and pink get-up, like a a long skirt that's got slits up, so I can easily move around. Um, and I've got a quarter staff with pink and uh, green flowers attached to it, and I just carry a horn on my hip. Yep, and and I imagine you're ever so slightly kind of just like swaying. Oh yeah, I'm not standing straight at all, and I'm just no. constantly babbling shit in the background. You're high yeah. as fuck, aren't you? Not no drunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm drunk. drunk. <laughs> Meanwhile, what does uh, what does uh, Eva look like? Uh, so Ava is a uh, six foot eight inches tall turtle uh, who is bulky as fuck and i actually have a mini because this is a character that i've wanted to play like yeah. for a little while based on this mini so super oh round God. super round super muscly yeah tiny little head in there <laughs> yeah teeny head big big old like neck going into the body um not wearing a great deal of clothes because the shell and kind of like uh, and plates on the front kind of cover most of what would be like the the fleshy body but, but generally around like this color as well like a kind of a yellowy brown leathery skin um and a dark brown shell that you can see actually looks like it's got some kind of like fuzz on it you can see it's actually like it's like a, a dark brown moss with flecks of green growing all over the shell um but yeah very round massive muscles uh kind of like weird kind of hide belt and some like gauntlets strapped onto uh well more like braces strapped on with like little knuckle dusters attached yeah cool very big uh, and whilst we're going through the explanations why don't you explain what corin looks like i can do that i'm just going to do for those who want to see the picture into the chat in a second so you're looking at there we go Hopefully you can see that in the in the chat. Yeah. You're looking at an elderly short elf. Just but to I clarify, think... I did send this to you, but I'm not sure you saw the message, Dad. It's a light fairy elf. A light fairy elf, yes. I so love that you two have gone for inverted colour schemes for your That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Totally on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, at five feet seven inches tall, he's 720 years old with long grey hair and a carefully styled grey beard he has a pair of little glasses that he wears um he doesn't look particularly happy to be here he has uh, the same kind of horns and feet that uh, ray has and he's dressed in which are or are obviously not particularly uh, expensive robes with a rather tatty hood um and uh that's all I can say about him, really. Just so a bit of a clarification here. You guys would all know, because you're all from the area, that there are light fairy elves and dark fairy elves. Light fairy elves, hooves and horns, very similar to uh, to Ray. Not quite the same, different genetic thing, you know, but very similar makeups. Um, you, as individual races, would be very... You would you would find it so easy to discern each other. Like, where, like how can you not tell the difference? Well, the horns are different shapes. Exactly. A lot of other people are like, oh, are you a... Which, are you a, which one are you? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> whereas dark fairy elves are much more humanoid, have human legs, human arms, uh, tend to have much like paler grey skin. So there's a distinct difference between the two, but they are technically related. It's one of those things where they light fairy elves and dark fairy elves are actually closer related than light fairy elves, and um, I completely forgot the name of it. Satyrs. Satyrs. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of those fun things. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so you're you're you were looking Arcana at the. Check. Sorry, I was I was I can't I can't. So you've and you can't work out what it's used for, but you can work out it's, it's actually uh, uh, a key. It's a very like bespoke key. You don't know what it's a key for, uh, but you do know it's it's a very like clev- cleverly crafted and very um, uh, very skillfully made object. Um, that not many people in, in in the whole of Favel would be able to make. Like it's a very sort of specifically powerful thing. You're not sure what it unlocks. You're sure that whatever it unlocks is very you know secret and very powerful. Um, but you would come to mind uh, that the person who would most likely know who it is is a person you've never met before. But it's one of these maybe a rumor that they actually exist. Uh, it's an old artificer who lives at the base of the mountain south of Fornley. Uh, who you would know the name of as Des- <laughs> another one of these where you say how is it spelled Deserily Mellon Des- Mellon who is a dark fairy elf but that's all you know like you rumored to like have lived for a really really long time with dark and evil magic Supposedly, there's rumors that he is a creator of divine artifacts for the Archfey, but this is all sort of the stuff that, like, you hear vaguely in stories, reading a book. He might just be, you know, an old bloke called Frank who who doesn't actually make any of this stuff. He may be a really powerful creature. Who knows? But that's that's what you discern from your, your role there. Right. Thank you. <clears throat> um, see here, if you just stay there. Um, we're just going to have a quick uh, confer with my associates here. Uh, Corin, Cassie, if you just come in for a second. So, I I think the best bet is if we head back to town uh, and sleep on it for a couple of nights and then then we can decide what to do. We can hit the tavern. Yes, yes. Good idea. And then they can come back and tell us how they did. I, I feel like that's a good idea. But maybe we yeah, should have some kind of go. celebration to do for it, you know. You know, yes. let's accomplish something. So, as far as we know, this person here, they might be innocent, or they could be a mass murderer. So, I say we we take them into our custody, and, you know, we go with them while they try and sort out what they're doing. They can try and prove their innocence. And, uh, you know, if not... We, you know, give them a little bash on the head and take them to the authorities. Everyone's innocent until proven guilty, and they're not guilty because they're innocent. Exactly, that's why we're not bashing them over the head now. On the other hand, of course, we could we could bash them over the head now when they're not looking, and then and then take them back to the town, and then everybody will think we're the heroes, and then we can leave before anybody sort of you know asks any awkward why questions. Why do we want to bash anybody? Uh, Just I in like... case they've killed everyone here. I would like all three of you to make stealth rolls. I am not attempting to be stealthy. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Ray, are you attempting yeah, to no, be stealthy? No, I'm not attempting to be stealthy either. Why would I even attempt to be stealthy? Um, yeah, I'll perception check, and then if I do here, yeah. I want to stealth away. Yeah. <laughs> K- K- Karin is, uh, 
is going to be Aunt. sort of whispering because he's uh, doesn't want to be over here, over her, so he will be semi semi stealthy. Kathy's way too drunk to be stealthy. She's she thinks she's being stealthy. Yeah, <laughs> we're really 30, sure like shouting ten million times more than fifteen. Yeah. 15. I, I if they're see. not being stealthy, it's a 15. You're going to dirty 20. You're, you're, you're just complete. This conversation is not even slightly secret. You're like basically yeah. standing a foot behind them, just listening to them. Can I stop I away then? We, Give I me see. a step. We go with them, and then if they, it seems like they are guilty, then well. we take them to the authorities. But as as but if they're said, guilty, then maybe Cassie we said, should just stay away from them. But no one's guilty until proven guilty. Exactly. Okay. But that someone has to find that out. And I think and that's got to be us in this case. To do their thing. Whilst you're all talking, because your perceptions are way higher than the role, <laughs> you all just really obviously see her just like tiptoeing away from you. <laughs> Excuse I... me, I asked you to stay where you were. <laughs> I've got places to be. I can't be dealing well, with all this right now. Look, well, hang, hang on. We're just debating whether or not we're going to come with you if we think you're a murderer. <laughs> are you? Are you a murderer at all? I mean, they've killed people that tried to kill me. Does that make me a murderer? Yeah. Did, the, did so these we, people then? try and kill you? No. Well. Are you a good person no. or a bad person? I mean, isn't everybody the hero of their own story? That sounds like something a bad person would say to justify themselves. I think everybody wants to be a hero, don't they? He tries to, each tries to, to take a, a heroic pose and fails miserably. <laughs> well, Give me a performance well, roll. <laughs> performance. Kathy's going to do the same, but I'm not doing a performance roll because she's just going to land on her ass. Six. You want to you get six? Six. You're trying to. I mean, you're very proud of this cloak blue to his face. <laughs> you're proud of yourself. You stand in this very awkward position, and then yeah, your your cloak just sort of like goes slightly too high, and then a little bit too low, and it's like. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, I think perhaps we should. Well, very well. Perhaps we should go with this this young Satya Sati and 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 see what's what's happening. I, I think I know how I can how I can uh, make this more palatable to you, Cassie. Uh, excuse me, see here, Ayeth. Mm. Do you like to party? Yes, but not right then, now. Yeah, I have... we're going. Then I think you and Cassie will get along. <laughs> we're <famously>. going. Let's <laughs> go. Murder. And I start walking off the wrong way. <laughs> What's the wrong way? You don't even know where you're going. You're just walking in a random direction. Yeah. Yeah, Ray's currently walking the wrong way. She doesn't know yet because nobody's told her that the necklace has to go to the artificer. So, we're, we're taking you into our custody, okay? And if you're innocent, then that's great. And, you know, we can part as friends. But if you're a murderer, then we might have to take you to the authorities. Is it all right? Which authorities? Because depending on the authorities, I may already be an authority. Well, the local authority appears to have been killed, so we'd probably have to find out who the next person to go to would be. But that's something we can work out on the way. Well, if Lady Saeed is dead, then there's probably going to be some kind of fight between Fuates and Puka. Which, I mean, it seems kind of recent. I don't know when that would happen. So there's probably no authorities right now. Do we know who that is? <laughs> um, you'd probably be vaguely, vaguely aware of names, not like enough to. 
they're, they're, so they are like the, the in charge of the other big domains. Um, in fact, actually, so Frath, uh, Cassie, you would recognize quite well because that's the same. From, so that's uh, they're in charge of where you're from. Uh, I don't know where the other two are from, but uh, Puka is the other, other one, like South of the So they're, they're, they're fairly like important names that you vaguely recognize. Well, uh, if it, if it comes to it, then we'll have to drag you to one of them. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to come with you, and if you're innocent, then uh, then there'll be no more trouble. Sure. So where are we going? And of, we're and the of course wandering, we can, by the way. We can help you if if uh, if necessary, of course. Sure, I'd appreciate it. Um, I was going yes, to go check yes. at home first to see how it's held up in the attack. Right, let's go home then. <clears throat> Yes, righty-ho. Well, I'll be off then. Uh, oh, let me know. Uh, oh, you mean his, her home? Uh, sorry, yes. a massive mitt behind him and kind of start pushing him forward. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Uh, yes, all right. So it's about a half so... an hour walk or so through the forest. Uh, you'll be following Ray uh, towards okay. the grove. We will probably introduce ourselves in that time. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My name's uh, Corin uh, Draymond. You can call me uh, Corin. All right. I wasn't going to RP that bit. I was just going to go. And Greg knows on it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm <finished> now. <laughs> um, and eventually, yes, you get to the grove, which for all of you, it's just this lovely little area. I mean, I've described it before. It's a lovely, lovely little area. The main features are a pond, which is you've got a little, you've got a little waterfall falling into it, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. That's just sort of this gorgeous little uh, pool, gently rushing water, very calming in the background. And this gigantic tree that has a big, like flat-sized uh, or apartment-sized uh, treehouse inside of it, and various other you know things like a little campfire, and I mean, it's like it's a it's a living area for honestly you know it could be a living area for three or four, but no one's here. Go up and just check the the state of the place. Uh, everything um, looks similar to how you left it. Um, you're not sure. Give me give me an investigation. Yeah, because I wouldn't have really done that initially. I just assumed uh, left. Fucking cocked again. My investigation's fantastic. Uh, I got rolled a fifteen, so plus two, seventeen. Seventeen, <laughs> not too bad. You'd know from before that all of um, uh, all of Flora stuff that was here is still here. That never left. Uh, you probably packed that up in a little corner at some point. Uh, with the 17, you're vaguely aware that you're pretty sure within the last, you know, h- how long you've been away, uh, a couple months, someone has possibly been here and had a little look through. You're not sure if it's someone who's found the place and gone, oh, what's this? I'll leave it alone. Or if it's someone who was looking for something because nothing's like trashed or turned over. Nothing seems to be missing. Um, but you, you, things aren't quite where you necessarily left them. Like a cupboard might be a little more open. Like you know, one of those cupboards that doesn't quite close properly unless you close it the way you're supposed to. And your bed might be a little bit like the unfolded and such. Just little things that are, uh, yeah. But nothing seems to be missing. Are we up there with you? Yeah, she would have Cassie's going through the cupboards for alcohol. <laughs> Is there any? No. No, no alcohol. I'm afraid. Is, is there anything in particular you're looking for that we can help you with? Just looking for any sign of what may have happened. Last time I was here, I thought that um, that my girlfriend had left, but um, I found out that she that she was taken. Oh, I see. That's uh, 
That's a bit unfortunate. Oh, that sounds like a, a bit of a heroic quest. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, that's something I could probably help with. That wasn't our poison of choice. I'll hand you a mushroom. It's not poison. <laughs> there, there, there would have been a, there would have been like a jar of mushroom sitting on the, on the counter. Here, here, take one. So, how long have you been gone from this place then? Um. Well, from this world or this place? Well, I'm not too familiar with the concept of other worlds, so I guess that they're one and the same. Um, I've been gone from this world for maybe nine months or so. Okay, and you think that your girlfriend was taken around that same time? No, that would have been like almost five years ago now. Right. Let's see, so you, you, you waited five years to look for her then? I didn't know she was taken until I went to the other world. I thought she had just left of her own will. Let's see, I see. This, this other world you keep uh, talking about, where, where, where is it exactly? How does one, how does one get to other worlds? Then I don't really understand. Um, very powerful magic. Hard to explain. The dragons don't like it when you go somewhere you don't belong, though. Ah, those, those that's those is those large black things with the. Uh, right, uh, perhaps I shall bother them. Powerful like taxis and um, interplanetary. Patrols. But right, well, we should mention the reason why we were investigating that town uh, is because all of the inhabitants, supposedly, according to the rumor, were killed by, you know, black, smoky winged beasts. So that's why we thought that maybe you'd had them all murdered. Oh, no. So um, one of the guards, my, my friend Grim, had this notebook on him. If you want to read through that, um, he kind of details what happened. Go on then. I'd be most interested. Most interested. Reading is my favourite activity. After being a hero, of course. What What does it say, Corin? <laughs> the oh, my, my apologies if this accent is horrendous. By the way, oh, it's classic Southern Favell accent. Like, <laughs> you know. Uh, so the book outlines effectively. Uh, you don't know who a lot of these people are, but it outlines that. Um, it, it mentions Sihareth a couple times that Sihareth has been sent to a different world to uh, try and investigate and save this other world from their um, uh, horrible oppressors. It mentions sort of a bit later on that uh, Lady Said is kind of got a bit annoyed with Sihareth for not doing what she's told um, and they eventually skip ahead a bit. It says that they're basically giving up on Sihareth because that's a lost cause. She's a turncoat, you know, gone to the other side and uh, you can't trust her anymore. Uh, skip ahead a little bit more. They've moved on to trying to go to a another different world. They found a second different world, which I off the top of my head cannot remember. Eteros. What I it. There you go. Say it again. Eteros. Eteros. Uh, and Lady Sayed has decided this time they're all going to try and travel at the same time, so there's no chance of between turncoats. Um, and it sort of gets a little fuzzy uh, with skipping over this and that, but effectively something went wrong uh, with the 
big teleportation and whilst they were trying to do it they didn't succeed but then all of these smoky beasts winged beasts started flying out of random rips in the sky and attacking the city and it sort of ends as they're coming down and you can work out the rest is that they were killed by these beasts a bit of a like the book in uh durin's tomb in minds of warrior yeah. i cannot yeah. we cannot get <laughs> out, get out. they are coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah um while ray's yeah. looking around she's gonna grab um her her own um fiddle that she had here because she didn't take it with yeah. her when she left sounds good um and probably a few of Laura's things, something that she'd want. Um, yeah, you, I mean, for now, it. I imagine you'd put those in the uh, the bag of holding. Yeah. yeah. Mm, uh, it's a very uh, sad tale indeed in this uh, in this, this tome. It seems your uh, your friend Lady uh, Said made uh, uh, perhaps overstretched herself. Not my friend. She was she was a bitch. Manipulative. Well, let's... Let's not speak ill of the dead now. That's not. No, very, she deserves not it. Not very nice. You know, I'm I sure there were plenty of people who will miss her. Yes, but those are all the people that she manipulated into missing her. Uh, are those mostly the people who are sort of in small pieces around us? Yes, mostly. How sad. How very sad. So, uh, looks like it's uh, all over then. Shall we go back to the uh, inn now? <laughs> no, no well, we've uh, not we've not found this is it flora or fauna because people get those confused <laughs> she never said the name <laughs> oh i just assumed that you would have told us who, who we're looking for in that in that <laughs> sure. okay who yeah. who are we looking for anyway <laughs> name's flora <laughs> flora, or flora, she is it flora or fauna because people <laughs> <laughs> i literally just said <laughs> But surely, if, if, if your uh, your friend uh, has been missing for, for five years now, isn't it going to be rather tricky to, to track them down, uh, Probably, but um, I have to try. Um, and party. Oh, Alex is... Yeah, we can get to that. Um, it, it seems unlikely that she'd be here. So what was that thing that you picked up off uh, Lady Said's body? Surely that's your clue. Yeah, I don't... It seems sort of key, uh, as, as far as I can tell. Some sort of magical key. I, I don't know what it's for. Oh, no. I just felt drawn to it. I don't know. Um, would... Would... Would Ray know of the uh, person in the in the mountains? Yeah, you probably heard of... Like, everyone's heard of the rumors of Disraeli Mellow. Um, supposedly thousands of years old, using dark, dark magic to stay alive. But it's not someone anyone goes... Two, it's more like a okay, you know, that's a bit. Um, you'd also hear the rumors, you know, they create divine artifacts for Archfey, but it's again not something you'd really ask Lady Said. It seems very sort of like mm -hmm. let's not ask about the big powerful objects that you might own. Um, okay. Well, there was always the rumors of. Have we ever come across this guy in our travels? No. Well, there's um, there's a guy named um by the name of. That's a really mellow in the mountains. We can check with him, but I'm not really sure what that's going to be like. And if that doesn't work, um, I guess we can just... I mean, Fendriel may be dangerous, but if she's going to hold something or someone captive, I'd assume it would be in Fendriel. 
but it's the only lead that we've got so far for clearing your name. So uh, I say that we we go and find the big, the rather the tiny, scary, dark elf fairy in the woods. Right. Just to clarify, fairy not meaning tiny little fairy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fairy. Just fairy. Fairy. Hey. Gotcha. So, you're having this conversation, uh, just generally <laughs> chit-chatting away, talking about what you're going to do. I uh, probably noticed at similar times at this point that Cassie is completely fucked off her head. Like, just just like staring into the distance, drooling <laughs> slightly down, down her chin, just like uh, cross-eyed, oh. one of the eyes like wandering a little Cassie? bit. <laughs> I, should have, I should have clarified she shouldn't have had a whole one. Cassie, uh, Cassie, you're currently seeing like you know butterflies flittering around in the sky. You're 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 hearing all sorts of wonderful music, all sorts of auditory and and um, visual hallucinations. None of them terrifying. You can possibly hear your friends, but it's still part of the hallucination. So maybe they're singing along to the music. You know, <laughs> you're witnessing a whole stage musical. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just gently take the jar of mushrooms back from. <laughs> from Cassie and put him in the bag of holding. Right, um, do you want to carry her out of here or I I will literally just find and say her out of her with I'll, I'll, I'll it could be quite a staff. Like right, then let's be off. Uh so who knows where the uh mythical uh artificer lives? No the general area. Yeah, you don't know vaguely. What sort of time is it? Is, is, is it time we should have settled down for a, a nice bite to eat or something? Or I'm wide it's awake. Early morning. It's currently early morning. Early morning. Uh, you, you, you were awoken at like um, the sunlight, you know, the sunrise, and since then it's been about an, an hour. Duh, <laughs> darn. Oh, right, just out of Let's head off then. Okay. So you vaguely know the location of this home. Like, it, it's again one of these things that it's sort of mentioned. You usually go around the mountains anyway. It's a bit of a difficult one to go over the mountains, so you tend not to go into the area that this character would be. Um, but it's still going to take uh, the better part of about four hours to travel over in that direction. Uh, just through difficult terrain from where you are and you know, getting up to some of the rocky areas. Unless, if there's anything you want to do in that four hours, of course you're welcome to. Mm, get a see. description of Flora um, and uh, ask ask a little bit about the, the the other world and if she knows anything about this other other world. I have no hmm. idea about Atros. Just what's written in Grimm's journal. Um, the world that I was visiting, um, it's, I was misled, that's what, that's how I found out that Lady Saeed was mani manipulating me. He tried to get me to get information that would, um, forcibly take control of these people for no reason. They were doing fine on their own. Um, uh, I lost that a lot doesn't of seem very nice. Not very heroic at all. No. I'm not sure why she wanted it, but... There was no reason to take that world from them. And I have to hurry here because that world is also in danger, and I promised to help. So, so also you're not in to get back to them. Yes, you're not here to stay. Then I thought you said that no. that big fella said that you had to stay here now. 
Oh yeah, he's going to be pissed, but I have to go back. And you can just, you know, boop, over to uh, another world, can you? While I was while I was there, I studied a lot about the the travel. We were trying to figure out how to make it not so dangerous, but I know how to do it. Um, just haven't solved the dangerous part yet. See, uh, well, I, actually, there is something in my book which might help. I think. Uh, hmm. He's I, a very uh, powerful wizard. I, my, my father sure. was a very powerful wizard. I. Well, I suppose I, I have got the hang of some of these spells. They don't always do exactly what I want to. Don't, don't sell yourself short now. You're very good at magic, are you? Uh, that's very kind, yes. I mean, I have used it occasionally to help people. <laughs> I don't like to uh, brag, but uh, but I saved lots and lots of people with my, uh, with my magic, yes, yes, yes. And of course, I'd prefer to be back at home in my library if it wasn't for certain people. But that's, that's you know, <laughs> one has to do one's bit, doesn't one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there's, a, there's a spell uh, in this book called Dream of the Blue Veil, which is, a, is a, a sort of. Oh, that's the one that I can move. do. Ah, oh, well, we can have a dream together then, and, and yeah. you can sort of move to. I've never dared to try it. Looks well, I don't scary, think you'd. Maybe. I don't think you'd be able to um, with what you have, unless you happen to have something from this world. Luckily, I acquired a few items from the world, so I can get back. Ah, that's excellent, excellent. So I don't need to go there. That's 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 a sh uh, ex shame. It's a shame, is what I meant. It's a shame. I'd love to go and help them help all those, help go there and help all those poor people. But I'm <laughs> so looks like I'm going to have to stay here. What a shame. <laughs> a shame. Eh? Never, mind. What, Never mind. What kind of danger are they in then that you're going to go back and and help these people? Um. Well, when I left, there was danger of a war with dragons, and then there's a chaos god that's threatening them, which. Oh shit! <laughs> Just remembering what's in the bag right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you say that this world is doing perfectly all right by itself, is it? It was when I got there. This happened more recently. <laughs> and this has nothing to do right. with those leaders. It's the guy. It's, it's a lot to explain. Sounds like a little bit of a mess to me. It's a big mess. After an extra couple hours or so, you do you get to maybe 30 minutes from where you're sort of trying to get to. By this point, the mushroom has worn off. Got a little bit of a hangover. Um, it's fine. Kind of fun time, though. Whiskey and just sticks a straw in it and drinks it. <laughs> are, are, you, are you still on my back doing this? Yep. <laughs> you just, you hear this, like... <laughs> coming from behind you. Peeker on the shelves. How was it? Amazing! I need <laughs> some of that to ground up into this! <laughs> oh no! Oh dear. Anyway, about 30 minutes from your destination. Um, you've all got pretty high. Uh, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so, <laughs> the next line is if they are high, give a chance for a perception check. <laughs> anyway, um, so you've all got pretty. So, all of you, do a perception check. Just to just to, something catches the corner of your eye. Just one of those things where you're like, something's not quite right. What am I looking at? What? Why? Why do I not feel like something's not right? Oh baby. 14. 14. 24. 27. 27. 24. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. Okay. 
So the 27 and the 24. No, no, we'll do it the other way around. The two 14s. You're just wandering along. You don't notice anything. It's all fine. Like, oh, oh whatever. It's probably just a bird or something. Uh, two of you in sync at the same time. Absolutely, for you have no idea what just happened. You just hit something like a solid wall. Thunk! Straight into it. Like, face plant into what feels like stone. The other two of you notice there's actually a very slight shimmer uh, sort of in the air of some kind of barrier. Uh, you know, just the light ever so slightly shimmering through it. Uh, evidently solid, as, as <laughs> discovered by your two friends. <laughs> I, will oh. I will put Cassie down. Oh. 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 Put that there. There's a ball there, guys. How do you know? Is you a... were on the other side of the... <laughs> I'm surprised that two powerful mages such as yourself missed that. I didn't miss it, unfortunately. It got me right in the... <laughs> I mean, I was just investigating the, the the structure to see what it was like made of. It was quite solid, apparently. Know everything. Oh. Oh. Uh, looking at the shimmer, does it just go straight up as far as we can yeah, see? Yeah, you or... can't really see how high it goes up. It sort of like fades into the sunlight, like the angle gets kind of wrong to see it anymore. And through this little bit of forest, uh, there's not a lot of forest at this point, it's a little thinner, but it just kind of goes left and right. You can't see how far. Again, it sort of goes out of the angle to be able to see it. Can I it's make an very, arcana very check to figure yeah, out what's going on with it? Sure. Like, also, one of the things I do want to figure out is whether or not I could teleport past it. Mm -hmm. Ooh, baby. Roll a natural 17 plus 5 for 22. So it's definitely some kind of force field type thing. It's to stop people from coming in for sure. Uh, evidently mostly invisible to keep it from being uh, visible. You assume it's actually quite large. Maybe a large dome of some sort, maybe a big square. But you figure because you can't see it going on does not mean it stops. Uh, in terms of teleporting past it, you're pretty sure, uh, you're not sure what effects would incur, but you're pretty sure if you tried to teleport past it, something bad would kind of happen. It's definitely trapped in okay. some way or another to, to avoid people getting past it. Uh, and you don't think it would be a good situation if you tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I are kind of this as well, is it a magical? Is yeah, it? yeah. So, I'll like to... on it with a staff and go, ding dong! Who? Ding dong! <laughs> Who, who does? Cassie. 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 Sorry, I, th I think you just sort of wait, yeah. faded out slightly. It sounded like you said something else, but Cassie, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'll, Cassie. I'll join you. I'll just have a knock on, on the wall and go, yeah. it, it sounds is, like, is that a like Mr. Mallow about? <laughs> you sort of... It's very solid. It doesn't make quite like the hollow wood noise, but it's very sort of like thuck, thuck, thuck sound. Nothing really happens initially, but then you, you sort of start to notice it's getting a little... Like tinting darker, like sunglasses, getting a little darker and darker until it obviously sort of looks fully tinted like a bit of a shadow. You can barely see anything through it at this point. Then this darker section starts to swirl a little bit, like the details behind it start to morph and go all sort of funny in a, a whirlpool of magic, sort of tighter and tighter swirls until you see this sort of like form of a face start to like push through like through cling film or through plastic this like vague sort of face trying to push through this magic you probably take a couple steps backwards this face pushes further and further and further until a, a most of a humanoid form 
has sort of formed through it, pulled its way through. Its legs still not available, uh, or still not visible, I should say. Most of its head, its back still seems to be like attached to the magic and its arms are stretching away from it, like it's pushing through some sort of film. It is humanoid. Uh, it seems to be tall, you would assume, from the length of the limbs and this pale gray color with dark gray irises and this very, very chiseled features. Uh, you can sort of see most of these long, uh, flowing black robes that seem to disappear into the back. Uh, the bits that are sort of visible gently sway in the wind. And atop his head, most prominently, is this dark black crown, shimmering similar to the magic behind, the sort of like partially see-through, uh, sitting on top of this long, flowing white hair. Hello, <laughs> I hate to break form, but she, she heard the whole of the description. Her face is just... <laughs> <laughs> Tell her welcome to the Feywild. Uh, anyway. And then the, this sort of figure speaks with this almost gentle and eerily calm voice and just says, Why do you try to enter my domain? We have a few questions about this. Hold up the necklace. You hold up the necklace and you can see as this figure pushes slightly further through this sort of weird magic, peering at this pendant, the face seems to almost recognize the object. A little bit of a, a note in the eyes. After a few seconds, just looks up at Ray, you know, because you're holding it. And just says, you may enter and just goes straight back into the magic. This swirling disappears back into nothingness. There's a hold for a second, nothing seems to happen, until the barrier seems to just part, like curtains. Just, the, it, it's a strange visual uh, uh, scene in that it's still 3D behind these curtains, but when the curtains open, there's a different image. So it, it's obviously like, fake 3D. <laughs> uh, and it's very odd scene. Anyway, these curtain-type, uh, uh, curtain-like features go sideways, and you're then staring into a very, very different style of vibration? Very different <laughs> style of, of landscape. Almost black and white. Very desaturated colors. These trees and grass are gray, as if you know all of the life has been sapped from them, but they do still seem to be living. And as you, I assume, step through, mm -hmm. it gets very, very cold, almost freezing, your breath showing in the air and almost lingering for slightly too long. If you look above, the sun is still there, but it's black and shadowy, like an inverse of the natural light. And assuming you all step through as a group, yep. the the, uh, the curtains behind you just gently close up. You can see the real world that you were just standing in behind this distorted field of energy. And you can see that you're in some kind of a dome, uh, changing how everything looks, maybe sapping life. You're not really sure what is going on. But the path does continue ahead in the same direction that you came from. Or, or should I say, continuing the direction that you uh, came from. Seems pretty welcoming. This is a weird place, but... That was quite pleasant, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, yes, pleasant. The very word I was thinking, pleasant. 
the form of his magic is a little odd and uncomforting, but everybody's got their thing. Let's go. Maybe he's got some books that you can borrow. Do Ooh. some do some learning. Take well, some things back to your library. He's a nice big place. Perhaps he has got a library. That'd be quite interesting. <laughs> I wonder if he's got see, you know, nice... who knows what there is to um imbibe here. As long as it involves alcohol, I do not mind. The walk is silent. There's no bird calls, no animals, just this vague, gentle whistle of a breeze through the trees and the crunch of dirt under your feet, accompanied by your cold breath, very audible in the silence. A few minutes later, a stone brick house reveals itself from behind the trees. And I know what you guys like. It doesn't jump out and say hello. It's just a <laughs> The structure is neat in its makeup, almost cozy in some ways, if it wasn't for the fact that everything is horrid and cold. The stone is dark gray with the roof, uh, th and the roof is thatched with muted blue straw, presumably from one of the farms in a nearby town. It's only one floor, but large enough for a person to comfortably live without restriction, probably a similar size to your treehouse. The warped wooden door is already open as you approach, showing the dimly lit, less than inviting interior. The inside seems dark and grey, just as the outside, like the wood has been sapped, or the wooden stone has been sapped of life even after being felled or mined, and the light seems to give off this shallow purple glow, creating an uneasy and unnerving sight. As you get closer, you'll be able to see that the door opens into a main dining area with a large wooden table spanning across the room. This is about all you can see until you step inside. I will let you pause if, before you do, if you wish. Um, Colin would sort of knock on the open door. Hello? No uh, is anybody there? <laughs> oh, he's out. Should we head back to town for now then and come back later when he's, when he's around? There's Absolutely no response. Not. You can hear the very, very gentle sounds of a crackling fire, like like the simmering end of a, a fire that was once roaring. It seems like again. we've got no open invitation, so best behaviour while we're guests in this person's home, right? I am always on my best behaviour. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We we heroes have have uh, standards. Uh, to uphold. <laughs> if, if I'm being totally honest, Corrin, it wasn't really you I was directing that at. No offence, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie just sat there with a bottle again, a new bottle with a straw in again going... <laughs> Where do you keep getting those from? My bag. Oh. It has quite Have you been just been clinking the whole way? Clink, clink, clink. Disadvantage on stealth. <laughs> yeah. Bottle it armor. Is... It has come in quite handy in the past. You can follow the empty bottles back where you came from. It's, it's quite useful. Yes. <laughs> Do you step in through the doorway? Of yes. course. You can see that this table uh, is set only for one, with very fancy silverware and plates neatly placed in front of an old and used chair. There are other chairs around the table, but they're all tucked in and seem to have not been used for a very long time. There are two other doors in this room, one that's opposite side of the room to you uh, as you enter, which is closed, and one to the left, which opens to what seems to be some sort of lounging room with a slowly burning purple fire and chairs facing the fire. You can't really see much of the detail of this of this uh, room from where you're standing. 
Hello, anybody here? Hi, I'm Sihiraeth. We don't really hear much. I think we perhaps we should have a little look in that room over there. I'm just going to stand here for a moment in case he comes here. Let's take a seat at the table. Take a seat at the table. Uh, we should sit down at the table. I'll, I'll have a look if anyone's in in any of the chairs. In in the other room. In the fireplace. <laughs> I was going to say Ray is in one of the chairs. <laughs> you step through, peek your head through. Uh, you, you're, you struggle to get through these doorways, but that's perfectly normal for you. And you see there's two chairs facing this fire. One is empty. One does, in fact, have the same figure that appeared through... Uh, that you know, sort of through the film of that portal uh, earlier to speak to you. He's uh, holding... There is here, everyone! <laughs> holding, holding a cup of tea and saucer in hand, looking intently at the fire. Uh, I can, if I'm... Quick about it, show you a little, a little hero forged figure of what this person might just look like. Cassie will just plonk herself on the chair next to it. <laughs> sure. Wait uh, me one second, because as usual, I was perfectly ready for this. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Now, now remembering, remembering exactly, exactly what his name, name is. is. It's just a female mellow. literally almost who I have selected on. There we go. Nice little aesthetic. Let me use the snipping tool. Resting against the chair next to him is also a staff. It's a wooden staff that has a... Oh, that didn't work. Come on. Which has a, a, a black crystal at the top with sort of red highlights. It does not want to copy and paste this. Come on. There we go. There you go. There he is. Just sitting there, taking a sip of his tea. You plump yourself down opposite him, and he, as you do, just sort of looks up. Doesn't seem surprised, doesn't seem to be worried that you sat down. It's a really comfy chair. <laughs> like, one of those chairs that doesn't seem like it's got a lot of cushion, but you sit down and you're just like, ooh, that fits perfectly into your back, you know? As you all walk in, he stands up, sort of puts down his, uh, his cup of tea and saucer down on a little table next to him, gets up, and this gentle smile appearing across his cold and callous face just says, welcome. Thank you. Very kind, very kind. Good morning. Is it? Uh, well, considering that we're now in quite what looks to be a, a cozy abode and we started the day in a town full of torn up bodies, it certainly improved. Well, Every does... morning's a good morning if you make it. Good morning. It does sound as though you've had quite the day. If you'll mind my rush to know, may I see this pendant? As long as you promise to give it back. I have no intent of keeping it. Alright. Insight. Do you just hand it over? Insight. Yeah. <laughs> Roll an insight, sure. 25. 25, as far as you can tell, seems particularly, you know, uh, hot and sleeve, just saying the truth. There's not a lot to read, um, but you're pretty sure on this one. He reaches out and just gently takes this uh, pendant from you, brushes against your hand, and you feel really cold fingers, you know, um, almost like it, this is a cold-blooded creature, and just holds it up 
and uh, says, hmm, yes. It's been quite the while since I've seen this. Where did you acquire this? Around the neck of Lady Said. Mm -hmm. Tell me, this group of dead people you seem to have come across, did one of them include this Lady Said? Yeah. In my whole hometown. What a shame. Well, this is what I've called the portal key. It'll open a special door. I do know where, but this will be useless to you unless you know the special word used to extend the needle that will open the portal. I do not know the word that was set. This would have been set by Lady Saeed. I made this for her for her own special purposes. Yeah, I think I know what her purpose was. You do? Yeah. Thank you. Um, where's the door? Deep in the dark forest. Oh. I guess that makes sense. She always told us not to go that way. So, how how might we find out what this special word is then? I'm afraid this would only be known by that who set it and those who were told. Hmm. Sounds like you've run into a little bit of trouble here, see here, I guess. I'm sure it's easy. I bet it's going to be Frank or something. Hmm. Sure. Um... Is, is a noun acceptable as the word, sir? Any word or phrase. Quite tricky to work out, I suppose. Quite tricky. There may perhaps be a way to circumvent this problem of yours. Yeah? He sort of pauses looking at you with a what am I going to get out of this face? What do you value in this world? What do I value? I do like favors. I do like gold. But more than either of those, I like knowledge. Okay. I like this guy. Is there a particular subject matter that you're interested in? Well, currently, I'm very interested in the way that Lady Said met her demise. I can't well, that that Yes, we, we can tell you all about that. Who would know the most about this? Uh, a new friend, probably. Yes. I have a journal, a personal account of someone who experienced it. He, he sort of smirks a little uh, a little more than before and sort of lets out a little... <laughs> this won't be necessary. As he steps forward towards you and starts to put his hand to the side of your head and just before he touches you says, Do you mind? Um... Sure. He touches two fingers to your temple, freezing cold, like almost painfully ice cold. Do you resist? 
Um, eh. No. And you feel he just extends these sort of magical feelers into your memories, just pulling away all of these details to do with Lady Saeed, uh, the world that you, you know, the new world, gel that you have discovered, these dragons, everything just sort of slowly flickering through your brain backwards. Uh, a little bit about Flora, you're looking for Flora, a little bit about, you know, your uh, more recent girlfriend in gel, a lot of basically everything from the past year just sort of through his hand. And before you know it, just breaks away. This ice cold sort of fading away. There's a little bit of a headache resonating still brain in your freeze. brain. Yeah. It, it feels a little bit like yeah. that. As he steps away and just... Oh, how interesting. These dragons. We've rather taken to calling them the dragoons, actually. Well, yeah. be incorrect. That's he, fine with me. It's just a he, bit more fun to say. As you're standing there, Ray, with a bit of like a, oh, my head kind of position, mm. he just gently pulls the pendant away from you and steps uh, over to his his staff, just lifts it up and rests it very gently, hooks the, the actual um, leather of the, the necklace just over one of the ridges on the staff, starts saying something in a very, uh, I reckon, Corin, you'd probably recognize. It's a very specific kind of uh, dark fairy elf enchant uh, uh, sorry, incantation uh, language. Similar to something you'd speak, you'd vaguely hear, you know, something about resetting or, 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 or adjusting magic or something. It's, it's one of those vague, like, Swedish and Finnish languages that yeah. vaguely sort of understand each other situations. And then there's a little on the, the, the uh, pendant, comes through the crystal on the top of the staff into the pendant, and he lifts it back up, hands it back over to you, Ray. You're probably recovered by now. And just says, speak into it whatever words you wish. Now? Is it like resetting the password or something? Yes. It's a uh, Laura. You say Flora, and very anticlimactically, just out of the what would be the neck of the bottle, if it was a bottle, just this very small needle just goes thunk, straight outwards. Almost no sound. That is your key. No, you, you can't pull it out. It oh. is attached to the. Oh, to it's the like okay. So it's, like, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a door knob where the thing that attaches it to the door has come out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was easy. <laughs> I thought that you were going to have to stand outside the door and start guessing words. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really react to your, your your comment and steps over towards the closest bookshelf in this room, taps his, uh, his finger just against the wood of it, and you see a new book just sort of rematerializes, re and it just says on it, Sihiraeth uh, Memories. Uh, All right, that's now, a little weird. now his attention's been drawn to the bookshelf. Corin would, would, would wander around and start looking at the books with some with great interest. You start looking at them, and it, a lot of them seem to be named a name, and then memories or just details to do with what's evidently been other people's knowledge that has been acquired through whatever magic. Hmm. Do I see anything particularly interesting? You see a lot of things very interesting. Lady Sire. You don't see Lady Saeed on there, but you do see a lot of names that you recognize from old adventurers, uh, maybe old 
names and stuff through history of past kings, past adventurers, and all this kind of magicians and all this kind of stuff. Is his father there? Uh, no, you don't see your father. I'd be surprised. Out of curiosity, and I don't expect you're going to tell me, but what do you plan to do with that information? Research. Alright, nice and ominous. Alright. Well, I really appreciate your help. Um, yes, well, I have to just, go. Just yeah. before we go, um, just, you know, the dark forest, not the smallest forest. Uh, whereabouts should we be looking within it? What kind of landmark? Uh, he steps over towards you, this very graceful uh, movement over towards you, and then just taps you on the side of the head, this cold spot appearing, and almost the inverse of what you assume happened to Ray, this sort of little sharp spear of knowledge into your head of just like, oh, you know exactly where it is now. Do you know, that is a very handy trick. You could, you could make some money teaching that, you could. I think I'll be okay. Well, you know, just something for the future, you know. Could always use more education in the world. Not everything is for profit. Oh, no, something is. Sometimes you just do good because it's good to do. You try to stand heroically again and fail. It isn't good. How on performance? Subjective. Performance, sure. Nine. Uh, <laughs> can I make an insight che check just to determine whether this guy is, like, generally harmless to the rest of the world or just go for it <laughs> insight check to determine his global threat level <laughs> yeah global threat level for, of uh this mellow man um that eight eight <laughs> you don't know really i mean he seems to be talking like he's really powerful the rumors and stuff seem to imply that he's very powerful i mean he's just taking memories and passing them across he's got this staff that seemed to just do magic um but you don't really have any idea if there's any intent behind this to ruin the world or just keep it to himself yeah kind of just seems like he's a collector hmm. i don't know not my concern right now all right i guess um i, well, I, I know where we should be going if you if you want to follow me Yes, please. One final question. Yes. Where do you get these chairs from? I made them. I need to put an order in for some. They are the best chairs. I could just sit here forever. He just looks at you with this very... Like, this isn't how people usually react to the situation, but then calms down again and says, I've never taken commission for my chairs. <laughs> now? Running your own business can be a very scary venture, but if it's something that you're wanting to get into, I'm sure that there's help available. Just completely ignoring uh, Ava. Just looks deep into the eyes of Cassie. Well, I mean, I, one of them is probably still wandering. Um, yeah. And just looks and just says, but you're welcome to have this chair for a price. Oh, what price? The same price as before. What was that? Favors, gold, or preferably memories, knowledge. I know which one's the best whiskey in this whole place. This isn't the knowledge I'm looking for. He wants, he wants to give you a brain freeze. Oh, I've never had one of them. I'll have one of them. 
how about your fighting style? Just looks you over. Which is something that isn't like really, really secret, but it's something that you were taught, you know, from the monks, and it's not really usually taught to outsiders. my fighting style yes but it's mine and the chair is currently mine but I'm asking you to make me one <laughs> your adventurers are so insufferable if there is no deal then please leave fine Pulls out another bottle, sticks another straw in, drops the old bottle, walks out. <laughs> I, I, I will just pick it up. Thank you for your hospitality. Thank you. You're very kind. If you need anything else, please do come back. Yes, right. yes, definitely going to, definitely, definitely going to do that. <laughs> oh, definitely. All right, bye. <laughs> you just wander out of the house. Yep. Bye then, uh, old chap. I mean, old, 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 whatever. He just sits down again. You hear the big clink of the cup of tea. Take a little sip. As you exit out the front door, back the direction you came, I assume. Yep. Yeah, we, we yeah. just look for the empty bottles. <laughs> you follow the empty bottles back. Get back to uh, where you can see the outside world again. And uh, this time, as you test it, it's, it's more like... Uh, gel and you can just straight through it if you wish to yeah it's cold yeah. still but as you step outside it's quite warm it's like you know the heating suddenly turned on you didn't realize how cold you were getting uh you know the nice warm sun of the fable sky right. ava you are now very important to my uh my, my journey here so please lead the way well, I, I'd like to have thought that we were bonding in this journey so far. So I'd I like think to we were, but now you're, I like, integral to it. You know? you know, especially especially as I'm still not 100% convinced that you're not a mass murderer. But I do quite like you now, so, you That's know. That's good. I mean, how can you really ever know if anybody's not a mass murderer? I was just going to try and see if, if this person was at the destination and, and base it off of that. To this person? No, the person that you're looking for. Oh, Flora. What well, Flora, not not Flora. The, are you sure? People do get those two words confused. It's her chosen name, I'm sure. Flora. Okay then. Uh, so where? Oh, I know where we're going. Let's let's head this way. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. <laughs> Again, another long walk through. You probably go past Fornley. Would you go, you go around it or straight through Fornley? The fastest path is probably straight through Fornley, but there are a lot of dead people there. Straight through it. Straight through. And it's more up to, to Ava than anything. I'll, I'll probably, like, go and then just walk around. <laughs> yeah. Like, as close around as we can. You, uh... Get close, go around. I should clarify, by the way, that the forest you're in is not the standard, like, green... It's, it's there's a lot more colourful of pinks and blues and all this kind of stuff. Very Favel pastels. Uh, it'll be perfectly normal to you. Any of us seeing it from the real world would be wondrous. You guys are just like, oh, it's a tree. <laughs> um, 
Uh, and it takes, again, probably this time it would be about six hours of walking. By the time you get to the other end of this walk, and I'll let you do anything in this time if you wish, um, it's dark. You know, the sun is, has, has set the other side of the uh, the world, and uh, it's very, very dark as the moons hang above in the sky. You know, it's kind of fucked up that she put this lock in the dark forest rather than... And you're, like, she didn't even care to have it close to where she was staying. And the fucked up. The forest itself <laughs> is very unsettling. Uh, though the trees and vegetation are still colourful, as is normal for Veyval, it's dark and unnerving. The light of what was the sun, but now the moon barely penetrating through the canopy. You all have this constant feeling of being watched by some creature or another, but you just really, you're unable to see anything definitive in the trees or anywhere above or around you. This will be something that Ray, you'll probably ventured a little bit into the dark forest before, so you'd be used to this. It's very unnerving still. Eventually, it, unless you feel like they're being watched. Yeah, always. The rumors are that the forest itself is watching. Oh, care not to piss it forest. off. We're we are friendly. Just try not to step on, on like roots or anything. It's kind of rude. It's like stepping on someone's toes. That hurts. Mm -hmm. so, so from that point, God's going to be walking on your tiptoes, avoiding the leaves, the twigs, trying to, trying to find the, the, the emptiest piece of ground. To, to it's to very difficult. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Would, would you like me to carry you, Corey? You, you seem like you're struggling a little bit. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, we, we adventurers, you know, we, we have to take these things in our stride with our, our carefully placed uh, feet anyway. Um, give me a perception check, Corin. Just for the fun of it. A perth... <laughs> 21. 21. Nah, you're fine. Um... <laughs> I was going to say if it was low, you'd start seeing things in the trees, which would just be amusing. Um, <laughs> eventually, you get to an opening in the forest with only one thing inside. This is the location that has been put in your mind. It's a doorway of sorts made of three large stones. Think very um, Stonehenge. Two for the sides, one being supported for the top. The doorway itself is about 20 feet high, and the strangest part is it's empty. You can walk straight through it. You'll end up on the other side. There is basically, you know, it's, it's, I say doorway, it's basically just an arch of nothing. There is one notable thing on the doorway, however, a small and circular indent, uh, conveniently the same size as the <laughs> Remarkable. Just brush my finger over it and then the key. So you say the word, of course, like Flora, the little key comes out and you press it up against this this little hole and there's this flash of blue light in the doorway it sort of extends from about the point where you put the key in across the whole thing and it almost blinds you all for a second like a flashbang before settling into this shimmering glittery blue portal gently rippling like water uh, it's opaque so you can't see through it but it is very evidently some kind of magical doorway portal he runs in you run in straight through the rest of you following? Or just I, I was, yeah, was going to no, say that. Yeah. I was I, to, just uh, before you go, if we were wanting to decide that she was a mass murderer, I think we could just take that out and keep her there. 
I'm just assuming that we're not doing that. To clarify, the key did not need to stay in there. You would have taken the key with you. Oh, oh yeah, sir. I, would I didn't my hat say off. any of that, so don't worry about it. I would take my hat <laughs> off, reach inside, pull out uh, a rat, <laughs> and then put it on the ground in front of the the uh, of the uh, shimmering thing and just nudge it with my foot to, to see if it can walk through. <laughs> <laughs> this poor little rat that you've just uh, created, how much um, control do you have? Which one? Uh, someone creature magically appears in hand and tries to get away from uh, tries to get away from you as quickly as possible. It's neither friendly nor hostile, isn't under your control, and behaves as an ordinary creature of its kind and disappears after one hour. So you you sort of put it down and give it a little nudge. It looks at you sort of uh, lives up this little squeak and just straight off into the forest. Get back! Oh Ray sticks her head out of the portal and says, Are you coming? Oh, yeah. is, is she able to do right that? Yeah, uh, Alex didn't oh, stop no, me. Uh, no, you don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> well, I think she might be dead, guys. Uh... <laughs> I see you walking in. You just right stumble in through the portal. For so the two of you that have, as you step through, it's cold like ice water. Uh, and the other side isn't much better. It is very cold. I will describe it when everybody's gone through, if they're all going to go through. Or at least as many people as are going to go through have gone through. Go on, Corin. I, I believe in you. Yes, be heroes. <laughs> I mean, yes, be heroes. They do these sort of things all the time. <laughs> very, very reluctantly walk through. They put his hand through first. It's freezing cold. You go through. You pull your hand back and it's disappeared. No. Uh, <laughs> you you just step through this cold, icy water coming across you as you as you step through. It's just uh, Ava left. I will I will follow once he's. I will leave and not come back. <laughs> I will go another part. Smash the. Uh... <laughs> you step through as well. Again, this cold water like feeling. Uh, Coming across you, you step into a dark stone brick room around 50 foot by 50 foot, maybe about 25 foot tall. It's a very large room. Uh, this portal shimmering behind you, uh, not accessible. If you try and sort of press against it, it seems to give resistance. Oh. And as uh, Ava comes through, it sort of disappears. And you're just sort of sitting in this cold room, your voices and breath echoing a little bit across the stone walls. As you all sort of vaguely settle and get used to your eyes, get used to the darkness, I'm assuming most of you have dark vision. The wall opposite almost seems to morph and deform as this creature starts to glide through as if it were air. And before you know it, you're faced by a giant snake. I'm talking, uh, you know, uh, probably a hundred foot long, curling itself up in this, this area. Its okay. scales are black like the night, with intricate yellow patterns all down the back. Uh, and it looks a bit like a king cobra with the hood around its head and these glowing yellow eyes. Its head, like this hood itself, is probably about 20 foot wide. It circles around the room slowly, making sure that it surrounds you with its long body. Uh, before speaking in your mind, its little tongue flickering out uh, as if uh, scenting you. It looks directly towards Ray, but you all hear this voice. It says, Lady Saeed, welcome back to Ferith's prison. It's lovely to see you again. You look 
different. Yes, I've chosen a new form. Take it's me to the person. There's a little, there's a little sort of hissing noise. It says, "You smell tainted." That's very rude. Don't talk to your mistress that way. <laughs> Pauses as if listening to you. His tongue flickering a couple more times and then says, What's the password? <laughs> Can I make a deception check? <laughs> Saying you don't need my password. You know who make I am. Make a deception check. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, uh, 16 plus 15, 31? 31. You say that, and it pauses a second, it sort of moves its gaze around uh, the rest of you, sort of analyzing. It's terrifying, these eyes. Uh, think the scene from the Jungle Book with those sort of like hypnotic eyes, sort of mm. terrifying uh, uh, situationally. And then comes back to Ray and says, You've never told me it's not needed before. Well, it's a new day. We have new recruits, and I need to show them around. They don't need the password. Oh, the new recruits always need the password. Not yet. I would like or to for take something. the dodge action. <laughs> you would like to what? <laughs> I would like to take the dodge action. <laughs> show us to the prisoner gets closer to you and this voice in your head gets a little bit louder and says what prisoner you know the one persuasion with disadvantage this time persuasion or deception Deception, sorry, with disadvantage. Okay. You were so close. <laughs> Fifteen and three. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen, still pretty good. But he just looks at you and says... He said disadvantage. Yeah, that was Wait, disadvantage. Do you, have, do you have plus 15 on deception? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Surprise, Expertise. Just looks at you getting even closer. This like little tongue almost flickering against like your, your body at this point. Tickles a little bit, but terrifying. Uh, and just repeats, what's the password? Can I make a history check to see if I'd know the password? Give it a go. Sure. Wow, uh, I'm rolling real, real hot. Uh, 11. 11, All right. Uh, you vaguely remember at one point, uh, Lady Said has said to you, if you're ever in trouble, just call out my name. Mm. Lady Said, of course. It just sort of stays nice and close and says, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> It pulls backward, opens this gigantic mouth, unhinging the, the, the jaw, and this yellow gas just starts pouring out in massive plumes, just filling up this room. Before you know it, you just cannot see, you're blinded, you're coughing, 
and eventually you just cannot keep your consciousness and fall to sleep. The end. The end, you're all dead. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you all awake at fairly similar times. You awake in small rooms made of crystal, a purple crystal. You appear to be in some kind of small cave-type dome shapes. The walls are this strange purpley-pink-colored crystal, which is smooth, almost glowing gently in the low light. The entrance to this little cave that you're in is a bare archway, but has jagged crystal edges like they were made quickly and crudely. If you peer outside of this entranceway, you can see each other in cells lined up, uh, uh, all in, uh, sorry, cell, cells lined up in a corridor of the same crystal, four cells on each side. So to clarify, it's a corridor with four of these cells on each side and the four of you, uh, one in each. In, mm, yeah, give me a perception, Ray. Oh, I rolled a 19, um, plus 6, okay. uh, 25. You recognize in one of the other cells, one of the ones that isn't you guys who are awake uh, at this point and sort of vaguely stirring, there's another figure who is dressed very, very similar to the style of your aunt, Reyna, who went missing a few years ago. She is unmoving, and you have no way at this distance to check if it's if, if she is breathing, uh, if she's alive, anything. Do we still have our stuff? You still have your stuff. Uh, can I send a message to her from here, then? You can try. That's right now, is that you, you? You get no reply. Oh, shit. Uh, can, I, can I cast a healing word from here? Uh, you can definitely cast the spell. I don't like the way you said that, but yeah, I'm going to do it. You cast the spell and nothing seems to happen. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, you say that we're all awake. You are all awake at this point, yes. Is everyone alright? And I think that's my aunt over there. Uh, oh, you shouldn't have come in here. <laughs> Can I, is there a lock on the cage? Uh, to clarify, uh, as I said, there is no... There's nothing blocking oh. you. There's just an open archway. Oh. Like, you can access the other cages from here as well? Just... I think so. You haven't oh. tried yet. Yeah, you're just sort of just standing in this little camp. Are there any sort of stones or bits and bobs lying around the floor? No. Uh, not that you can see, no. I'll, I'll attempt to wander through my, my open arch. Sure. You wander through this open arch, and as you sort of get a little bit further into the corridor, you find sort of everything in front of you kind of like fizzles back to the shape of the corridor as you've been weirdly teleported back into the cell. The rest of you would have seen like a pixely type sort of zip over back to where uh, uh, she was originally. Mm. That was most peculiar. Yeah, that's makes sense. Away. How far away is the aunt? Not too far away. The corridor itself is probably about 10 feet wide. Uh, you would be 
probably in like the furthest away, uh, or furthest down this corridor, uh, one of those cells, and the aunt is two cells over and opposite you. So, probably 30 feet, 35 feet. 30 feet? So I could try Misty Sipping there? You could try. I'm going to try Misty Sipping there. You cast the spell, you Misty Step, you go into the cell, but almost immediately back into the, uh, the original cell. Did we see? Did we see her move? Uh, someone appearing in and then disappearing from her cell. Nothing. I mean, she's can not, I pound check she always cell? been quite antisocial. Yeah. See here, Earth. No, she's. Can we hear each other? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. A little echoey, but yeah, you can hear each other. No, she's always been um, very welcoming. Um. Very supportive, and I mean, I think she may be unconscious. I don't know. I'm going to try to figure out what's going on. That uh, is, one. is Cassie doing anything? A natural one with your arcana. Um, we'll get to Cassie in a second. Uh, you reckon that? Oh, what do you reckon? I think you, you're you looking at this uh, thinking that it's probably something on your body that they've placed that is causing you to teleport back to the cell every time you try and leave. You'll say that, I'd say, hmm, um, I was going to do an arcana. I'll just give myself a once over to look for anything out of place. Oh, that's a natural 20, so that's 30. <laughs> natural 20. So on the entirely opposite side of the scale. You've read about this kind of a thing before. This is... You, you, you analyze sort of the, the, the gap, and you, you're looking around, looking at this crystal, and you're thinking, you know, it's almost as if none of this is real. This is almost like... You've, you've heard about these kinds of cages, which is almost like a mental prison. You are all simultaneously having the same kind of dream-type thing. Usually, you have to work out how to escape. And it's always really, like, strange and stupid methods. Like, it's never necessarily, oh, let's cast the most powerful spell. It's always stupid things, like hop on one foot to get out of the cell or something silly like that. I'll communicate this. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're really here. I think this is some kind of sort of what? projection into our minds. That's insane. That's obviously not right. We can all hear each other. We can't be having the same hallucination. It's something on my body keeping me here. Hold on. Uh, upon being told what the thing is, Alex, I would like to attempt to use stillness of mind. Okay. What does what stillness of mind do? Hang on, I can use an action to end one effect on myself that is causing me to be either charmed or frightened. Just wondering if this is some kind of charm effect. You could attempt. <laughs> I love the phrasing. <laughs> uh, it, it, you feel very calm in your mind, but nothing appears to be. Well, I, don't I, I don't find this whole thing very charming. I was going to say, yeah, uh, if it's we aren't we asleep, are we? Because I can't be put to sleep. No, just. So you're saying that we have to do something silly to uh to to get out of here? Be yes, yes. I mean, something heroic, <laughs> no doubt, but 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 not necessarily obvious. Open uh, I'm sesame! Going to walk, I'm going to Let walk me out. Out, of, out of the cell. 
You're going to walk backwards out of the cell. You turn around, walk backwards into the corridor, wait a couple seconds, and remain there. You motherfucker. <laughs> he did it again. You've done this one before, Alex. <laughs> I will do the same thing. Seeing, wait, seeing it work. You do this and you step out as well. What did you remove from your body to do that? <laughs> Only a little bit of my dignity. Uh, so if you want to try doing the same, you just walk through it backwards. Oh, okay. Step through it. It works. Cassie does the same then. Step through it. It works. Um, you just be glad you got a natural 20. I feel like that would have taken so much longer. That would. It would have. There's no way I'd have thought. And as it was, that's an incredibly lucky guess. Good God. Uh, just so you're aware, you're, the corridor, now you're in it, you can see there's a bit more... Uh, a bit more description. Uh, it seems this corridor has one way in and one way out. These four little caves on the side. One end of this corridor, just this crystal, just stops. The other end is a very out-of-place green oak door. The door seems to be worn by time. The metal hinges and handle is rusted and the wood warped, causing it to sit slightly askew in the crystal doorway. Go on, Arena, Sal. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You can step in there perfectly well. And now you're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Is she asleep? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a look at her. Wake up! Do a medicine check. Oh, fuck. I'm great at those. Actually, not that bad. Thank you, uh, level 2 bard. Oh! Uh, rolled a 16. I've got a plus 3. 19. 19. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's dead. Oh, okay. Dead. Great, 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 great. She is unbreathing and cold. Her body has not decayed, so it's very hard to tell how long she's been there. Uh, the only notable thing is that in her hand is a small bundle of papers, each which seems to have some sort of writing on. You fuck. I'll take them. Uh, there seems to be one that is labeled your mother's name, one that is labeled your father's name, and one that is your name, Sehereth. I'll read the one to my mother first. Uh, the ones to your mother and I'll say father as well are both very sort of heartfelt messages. Uh, very sad about being sorry and how she loves them very much. And you know, probably this, I won't see you again. You probably won't get this letter. They're very sort of heartfelt, very personal. Um, you probably feel a little awkward reading them because they're not to you, but you know, that's the basic gist of them. Hmm. No, I guess I'll read the one. Okay, sure. But... Sure. I'm gonna pertinent information. Oh, that's even worse, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you can read that aloud to the group. So you open it up, and written in her handwriting, you're not sure where the pen came from, but written in her handwriting is this message. Hiraeth, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for the path that I have guided you down. I wanted to give you purpose and help you to not blindly follow orders without questioning your morals. What will this come of this? Lady Sayyid has proven she does not like questions, and does not like those who speak against her. I only hope that you are okay, that I haven't led you to death. I will never see you again, and I doubt that you will ever read this letter. But I hope that somehow you still feel the warmth of my love, eternal at the sun and moons. I hope you never give up on happiness. I hope you still make tricks and pranks and make those around you laugh. Fuck you. I hope most of all that you break from Lady Sayyid's enveloping grasp and become the best that you could ever be. Proud of you. I always was and always will. I love you. 
Carry on with them, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like she was quite a pleasant woman. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Shame. Shame. I wonder how long she's been here for. Well, from what you said, Corin, are we here here, or are we not here? That's a very, a very uh, good question. Uh, which, of course, I know the answer to. Uh, the answer is yes. Now, should we go and investigate the corner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll lumber up to the door and try and wrench it open. Uh, it seems to be very, very stuck. Like, there's no keyhole or lock. It just kind of doesn't want to open. It rattles a little bit. Uh, but as you step away from trying to open it, uh, a little bit of rust sort of left on your hand. Really gross. Uh, this little etch starts to appear on the door. Etches here? I <laughs> like a little etch. <laughs> the inscription reads... Your mother has three children. The eldest is named Alpha. The middle is named Beta. What is the name of the youngest? Ava. Because <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes, you see. <laughs> the, the inscription fades away, and then another inscription comes up and says, What word is always spelt incorrectly? Incorrectly? The inscription, yes, word, fades... <laughs> <laughs> the inscription fades away <laughs> and appears again. It, it, another one says, what occurs once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in 1,000 years? Once in a minute, twice in a moment. Hmm. M. What could it be? <laughs> M. <laughs> you say M and this fades away and there's this audible unlocking sound. <laughs> You can't fool creatures from the Fae. We're, we're made of this shit. <laughs> Just for a change, I'm playing a character who is actually intelligent. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too good at sound puzzles. What do you reckon that means? Like a clunk sound. Well, uh, um, <laughs> it only means that you should open I'll just stand over here and, and you open the door. I'll give it another go. <laughs> Door opens nice and easily. You saw it, Corin. You are very good at this. You are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm standing right at the other end of the corridor. <laughs> and the other end of the corridor, spikes come out of the wall. <laughs> no. You hear pom 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 pom. Speaker built into the wall. <laughs> the door opens into a rather average Fey-looking tavern. The layout is rather generic, square in shape, with a small bar opposite from the door that you're currently at, with shelves behind holding many empty bottles and empty tables dotted around the open space in front of you. There is a large, dark stone fireplace to the left, unlit and cold, filled with ash, and a staircase to your right, leading up to a balcony level. Everything in this tavern looks old and unused for decades. There's thick layers of grey dust atop the surfaces, and the wood looks warped and close to rotting. The room smells musty and stale, but not altogether unpleasant. The balcony upstairs has only two doors, both warped and old. There are only two other doors in the room, the one that you have currently opened and the one behind the bar. Cassie, this Cassie is your moment to shine, cold. my love. 
You what? Yeah, just go to check the bottles. Try to check the bottles. Uh, there are seven bottles behind the bar. Two are green, one is red, the rest are blue. The one, one of the green ones and two of the blue ones have corks in them. The labels of the green without a cork, uh, sorry, there's labels on the green one without a cork. Oh, sorry, I'll go again. The labels of the green without the cork and one of the blue with the cork are ripped. Uh, all of the red, f- all, God, I'm going to go again. All but the red feel slightly warm. I've confused myself now. <laughs> there are other cups and mugs around the, uh, the bar as well, as if this was at some point being used and everyone abandoned it. Uh, these are the most uh, prominent things. These are the only bottles. There are just other steins and plates and things around. I'll go through that again because I fumbled over most of it. Seven, yeah, bottles. Me. Seven bottles, all empty. Two are green, one is red, the rest are blue. One green and two blue have corks in them. The labels of the green without a cork and one of the blue with a cork are ripped. All but the red feel slightly warm. Can you either put that into chat or say it really slowly? Uh, there are seven bottles. Hang on. All empty. Yeah. Two are green. One is red. The rest are blue. Yeah. One green and two blue have corks in them. The labels of the green without a cork and one blue with a cork are ripped. All but the red feels slightly warm. What do the other labels say? The labels are faded and uh, the words are unreadable. What about the ripped ones? Can you read this at all? All of the labels are faded and unreadable. What was the thing after the ripped labels? All but the red feels slightly warm. So the green and blue are warm. Again, there are other things around, not just the bottles, but this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned the staircase, so we'll have a little poke. I'm going to investigate. Is there anything which is red, green, and blue above the bottles? Okay, you're all in investigation. Are you just going up the stairs? Yeah. Okay. You head up the stairs. Uh, They creak quite loudly when you step on them, especially with your extra weight. Uh, And it's basically, when you get to the top, just, like I said, a balcony level. It doesn't come over the entire... Uh, like a ceiling over the entire thing. It's mostly over the bar and a little bit sort of behind the bar. Uh, and it's just two doors that probably lead into rooms. I shall go and have a poke at them. If sure. they are open. You're going to try and open the door? Yes. Cool. When you grab onto the door to try and open it, uh, around the handle forms two gigantic sets of teeth that chomp down on your hand as the entire door grows eyes and this mouth sort of... Oh, oh my! Oh my! We might uh, be in a little bit of a pickle here. You're going to take... Uh, four damage. As it then lets go of you, and I'm sure you rip your hand away. And <laughs> as you do so... Um, the mouth sort of like sticks there, this tongue hanging out and it sort of gnashes every now and again. Just the doors here are not friendly. Um, would we be familiar with the concept of a mimic? Uh, roll a history, a uh, roll of nature. Uh, anyone, else, anyone else can also roll this nature. This one's name is Frank. I got uh, 21 for the investigation. 21 nature. for the investigation. Uh, 16, 16, you've read about them in books. You've never seen one before. I believe, from from what I've heard, this is a mimic. 
The 21 investigation, you cannot see anything else around the room that seems particularly uh, colorful in the same way. I mean, there are plates that have little, um, like, swirls and stuff of them. Maybe a couple of them have some blue on, like, faded, like, uh, patterns around the edge. Uh, the tankards are just made of wood and metal. Um, and maybe, like, the light bulbs in a chandelier in the ceiling. Maybe that has, like, a bit of a red hue, but that might just be the glass being not very well made. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick up... I, I, I suppose there's some cutlery around, like knives and forks and things. Yep. Uh, I'm going to pick up a fork. You pick up the fork, and the fork grows a set of teeth that trump around your hand. <laughs> and it lets go of you and starts to scuttle away before just disappearing into nothingness. You're going to take two damage. Ow! I mean... Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, sorry, I should clarify what I've written. Um, it's It steps away from you. When it vanishes, it starts to like fold in on itself a little bit. Like there's this incredible source of gravity coming from the center of itself. Like Paper it Mario? To, it starts to crush into nothingness and lets out this, lets out this little... <laughs> as it disappears. Hmm. Uh, I would like to go up to the second door. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I'm going to take out my, uh, take out one of my hand axes yep. and attempt to use that to turn the door handle, like, just kind of awkwardly, like... You awkwardly try to do it. As soon as it touches, more teeth, they grow and go hank, around the door handle, uh, sorry, around the, um, hand axe and then let go. There's, like, little bite marks in, in your, uh, hand axe, but you can pull it away fairly easily and that, again, sort of sits there. <laughs> Sort of gnashing at the air. I'll put it back in my belt. Uh, I I think it's a bit of a no go up here. Well, I, I just uh, tried to pick up uh, one of the forks down here, and uh, it, it bit me. Can you say the bottle thing again? <laughs> have, have you tried to pick a up the bottles? Have you said that they're, that they're not unfriendly? What's that? Try to pick up what? Have, you, have we actually picked up the bottles, or are they also unfriendly? Uh, uh, we'll go to get uh, the red one. You're going to pick up the red one? Mm-hmm. Pick it up. Here's a bottle. Uh, I will go through so it again. Good. There are seven bottles, all empty. Two are I green, know. one is red, the rest are blue. One green and two blue have corks in them. The labels of the green without a cork and one blue with a cork are ripped. All but the red feels slightly warm. And aside from the bottles, is there anything left to that was, you know, a door or a way to go that we haven't yet looked there's at? There's one more door that you haven't looked at. There's the door that's still open, going back to the little crystal caves, and there's one door behind the bar. Okay, I will. Uh, I will jump down from the balcony and uh you jump off the balcony and leave a crack in the ground i will i will jump very i will fall very slowly as i can i can slow fall well it's it's called slow fall but it just says about like like reducing damage so it doesn't say you actually fall slowly so who knows every point (laughs) you hit the ground everyone just (laughs) shakes as you hit the ground uh and then i will go and do the same thing with with my hand axe to try and fiddle with that door this door as you try to fiddle with it uh it doesn't try to eat your hand axe it just seems to be locked 
there's no uh, lock, uh, sort of a keyhole as before, but it seems to be stuck or locked or something. I'm going to have a look at the blue bottle, which is corked but does not have a root. Yeah, Kathy would just not do that as well. Okay. Uh, First of all, I'm going to shake it in the inside. There's nothing inside of it, no. I'm going to pull the cork out there if I can. How are you going to pull the cork out? It's flush, like a like a proper bottle, corked. Oh, I see. Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to. Ha- I'll get back to you on that one as soon as I've had a look at my spells. Cassie, I cannot believe you. The one time you don't bring your corkscrew, it's the only time <laughs> that we need it. But I've learned to just pull it out with my teeth. We don't need it. I'll smash it. You smash the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You smash the bottle. Did that have anything in it, or did you say it was empty as well? Give me a perception check. Uh, you didn't think there was anything in it before when you shook it around. Perception. Well, I hope that we didn't need that. Twenty-two. Nothing came out when it smashed. It was just you know, nothing like appeared and fell across the floor. Just smashed the bottle. Nothing in that way. The way of. So all the bottles, I'm just going to shake them all one at a time. Yeah, there's nothing in any of them. All of them are slightly warm, except for the uh, red one. And, uh, well, you can't shake one of them because it's exploded. So now there are six bottles, all empty. Two are green, one is red, the rest are blue. <laughs> one green six and one blue. We have Standing on a wall. <laughs> all of them are warm, except for <laughs> <the> one red. <laughs> You want to shake them all? I'm going to have a look at the... Nothing appears to happen shaking them. There's nothing inside mm-hmm. them. No liquid, no uh, keys or metal or anything. anything just empty. This one's going to break us, Alex. I don't suppose that uh, among all of your kind of world-hopping magic, you've got a way to repair that bottle in case we need it. I can Literally, do that. It's like the only cantrip I don't have. <laughs> I don't want you to trip. I want you to fix the bottle. Uh, I can do that, I think. Yes, I can use mending. It'll take a little while. I've got to find all the bits. It'll take a long while. Uh, give me a investigation to see if you can find all the bits. Okay, investigation. May I assist him? 27. You can You can assist him, yeah. No, probably investigation. 27. You get an advantage because he's assist, uh, assisting. No, advantage. Assisting. Oh, good. Fisting. <laughs> you don't want to be a fisted by, uh, by the evening. <laughs> it's still 27. <laughs> it's 27. Uh, you find about 85% of the bottle, but most of it seems to either be just fine dust or lost underneath, you know. I'll put back together the bits I can. Yeah, there's still like big holes in it missing. There you go. This is pretty All much right, well, let's, uh, let's hope that we didn't need that. Um. What what's the deal with um this temperature business? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. Who's the cleverest? Uh, I have an intelligence of twenty. I assume so. Mine's oh, zero. Twenty. <laughs> it's the twenty. Um, <laughs> roll me an intelligence. I'll roll you an intelligence. Did you be looking at him for a while? I pressed the wrong button. Oops. Uh, that is 23. 23. You analyze this sort of, oh, there's, there's two of them are this, one of them is that, and there's one, there's not. Um, and 
the, the one thing you would learn from the, also is when you put back together the blue one, it is no longer warm. Um, other than that, you analyze, like you, you're intelligent, you know patterns, you know logic, you know all this kind of stuff. And what really comes at the end of this solution is there is just no pattern, no relation, no nothing to do with any of these connected to each other. Huh. It's, it's almost as though distraction. Could be a red herring, possibly. I don't see a herring in here. Did I? Uh, I, I did an investigation. Uh, oh, no, to, to forget that. Forget that because you answered me. Forget the uh, I was going to investigate the door instead then. Which door? The one that is locked. Doesn't bite. <laughs> investigate? Well, it isn't going to bump my well, finger. You could investigate the doors of bite. Just be really careful about it. 16. 16. Um, yeah, I mean, it's locked by some kind of a magic. Um, you mostly assume that the magic is something in this room that you have to do. And perhaps we have got to break the bottles. Or maybe the warm ones have to be, have to be made I, cold. I, don't know. I would like to go... The, the door that we came through is still open, isn't it? Yes. I would like to go and close it and then attempt to reopen it. You close the door and then you open it. Does it show where we came from or does it show something new? It shows okay. exactly where we came from. Never mind then. <laughs> I thought I'd cracked it there. <laughs> no, you cracked the bottle. <laughs> so, the Look, I can smash the bottles fairly easily, you know. It's, it's just if, if that's something that you want us to do. Shall I just try and smash the door? We could try breaking the bottles carefully so I can bend them again afterwards. Okay, is there a bucket in here that won't attack us? <laughs> I reckon... A bucket? In, the corner, in a corner there's a wooden bucket with a mop in it. It's not massive, but about the size of like a you know, rubbish bin. I could so also just bin. make one. Prestidigitation. <laughs> okay, well that's less risky. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure this one doesn't bite. But not 100%. Okay. I shall pick up a glass and just... It bites! No. <laughs> into, the into the bucket. Okay, you just smash one of them, crushes in your hands very easily. All of them? Now I wish I had a spellcaster. Sure. All of them, but I'll, I'll leave them in separate little piles. I can make more buckets as well because I've pressed too. So I, I, know, I can make buckets while you smash them. Oh, maybe it'll, it'll last a little bit of time. I don't remember. You smash them all uh, into little buckets, in, individual piles. There you go. Uh, and as you smash the last one, you hear a little <laughs> of the door behind you opening, behind the bar opening. <laughs> you know, normally I get told off for smashing bottles. Well, I was only able to do it so well because I've seen the master at work, really. Oh, thank you. She pulls an empty bottle out of her bag and just smashes it. <laughs> See, I just, I don't have your flair, Cassie. It's all in the wrist. It's all in the wrist. And you have to be connected to the bottle. Also through I... the door. <laughs> <laughs> through the door, as it opens, you can see... A meadow. That looks oh. really pretty. Did somebody want to go investigate? I'll just stand back here just in case. 
Where's already going? Just no way. <laughs> Follow the murderer, everyone. You step through into the meadow, and it's very calming. There's a slight cool breeze blowing across the yellow, coarse grass, making dancing patterns travel into the distance. The meadow stretches as far as the eye can see before turning into a foggy landscape with no items of note around you, except a small... Arc? A small stone watchtower around 300 feet away. Ah, that's okay. A small arc stone watchtower around 300 feet away. Arc stone, of course, being a grey stone with a shimmering spider web lines of blue, almost looking like electricity. Haha, <laughs> I confused myself. <laughs> it seems to be hexagonal in shape, extending around 50 feet in the air, maybe 20 feet by 20 feet in area. You're far away, you can't really tell too much, but you can tell that the stone is old. Uh, you think that it's probably cracking and broken down, and there's some sort of moss, purple moss growing, uh, traveling up the sides. You look behind you, and the door that you've walked through is just a doorway. You can see through the doorway, course, and you can yeah. see the the uh, 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 your friends all inside of this tavern. But around is not a building; it's just Natural. a meadow with this doorway. Can I uh, go up to the tower? How, how is it? It's fine. There's a tower. Kind of pretty. Have you all stepped? Yes, I will follow. You all, you all step through? Carol will step through last, as usual. You all step through, and the door closes behind you and just disappears from existence. A little pop, just, just gone. And you're just in this meadow. You start to sort of make your way over towards this tower when the peaceful scene is interrupted by an odd sound. Sounds like an animal of sorts, letting out a low, a long moan, kind of like a growl, just like a no noise in the distance. And as you look around, you see a humanoid figure has appeared from the fog, very, very far away, and is shambling over towards you. I think it's a perfect time for us to take a break for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in this episode. For more information, look in the description. And a big thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DicebreakersDnd and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DicebreakersDnd. And make sure to come back to hear the next part of this epic journey. I'll see you then. <laughs>